What is up, guys? It's Primetime Kansas City, and on today's episode, we'll be going over all of the Week 14 games, including the Chiefs beating the Dolphins in a little bit of a wacky game. Uh, Steelers give up the first seed and give it to the Kansas City Chiefs. What does that mean for the rest of the season? And what's going on in the NFC and AFC wildcard? We'll also be talking about the Ravens and Browns, maybe the game of the year. We'll also be talking about a Royals relief pitcher, Greg Holland, coming back for one more year. We'll also be introducing a new segment that you guys will have to find out what that is later on in the podcast. And we'll be giving our D4 of the week. But other than that, this is Primetime Kansas City presented to you by Q39. Now let's hear a message from our sponsor. Celebrate the holidays, Kansas City style. Q39's grab-and-go barbecue packages are an easy and convenient way to get dinner on the table so you can spend more time with your family this holiday season. The barbecue package feeds four people and includes your choice of two meats plus three delicious sides and all the fixins. Get your Q in a click by visiting q39kc.com to place your online order today. All right, let's just get right into it. Chiefs go down to where they won the Super Bowl. It's 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 Miami. Chiefs versus uh, the Dolphins. I don't even know what to say. I mean, I don't know if this is a good win or a bad win for the Chiefs. <sighs> I've gotten to the point to where I'm just thoroughly disappointed in the Kansas City Chiefs. And yes, they're 12 and 1. So that sounds silly, but I'm just like, by this time last year, I was convinced. I'm not convinced about anything right now. They play so loosey goosey in the late part of games. And eventually, just unfortunately, they're going to get sniped whenever they let up. And by far, they're the best team in the AFC, in my opinion. By far, they're the best team in the NFL, in my opinion. But they don't play like it. Whenever they get a big lead, they shoot themselves in the foot with turnovers or they just completely go soft on defense. And it, I mean, I, it's week in and week out. It's not a coincidence anymore. It's a trend because it's happened so many times. Yeah, it's kind of weird because when you look at it, last year it was like the Ravens are the team to beat. And everyone's like, what about the Chiefs? But now it's and like, wow, everyone that was in Kansas City, they're like, we have a really good shot at winning the Super Bowl. But now if you, it's vice versa. All the national media is saying the Chiefs are easily the favorite for the Super Bowl. But in my head, I'm like, we're bound to blow up one of these games. We're not going to be able to come back or we're going to let up too early. The Chiefs team, they need to – I hate saying it, but I think another loss is going to help this team. I, I think there's clear and obvious problems with the Kansas City Chiefs, but that's not to say there isn't some with everybody else. Um you know, I think the Chiefs' rush defense still isn't particularly very good, although it's better than it has been. Um, the pass defense is so inconsistent. I mean, the entire and the entire defense is just so inconsistent. They are sometimes, I mean, through from a large portion of that Dolphins game, they were really, really good. And then there was just the last part of it where they were just horrible. So, you know, I – I still believe the Chiefs have enough and they're going to turn it on enough whenever the time comes. But I'm worried because this time last year we were getting better and we were playing better football. Right now it feels like we're not really getting better. Yeah, we're kind of at a plateau. John, are you nervous about this Chiefs team come playoffs? Yeah, I mean, I think I've been nervous the whole year. I don't think there's been – I don't think there's been a game where we can really look at it and say that's a game where we prove – were the best team, maybe the Bills game. But even then, um, I mean, the Ravens turned out to not be all that good. The Buccaneers game, we kind of threw away from being convincing. 
I don't know. It just it seems like we've gone so long getting away with all of these late game issues that we've had, and that it's going to bite us in the butt sooner rather than later. So let's hope that it's not in the playoffs, and if anything, let's hope it's against the Saints um, because it won't matter that much if that's going to happen. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, I think that that's a little bit concerning. But I'm not like freaking out. I don't think it's freak out time yet because we still have to say. There hasn't been a team that has like made the Chiefs' offense stall out to the point of concern yet this year. No, um, and, and this—we're not saying that this is a bad Chiefs team. We just—it just feels like there's going to be a time where it, they collapse. Yeah, and we'll see. But I think that can really be said for any team. Yeah, um, I agree. I can, mean, we're seeing that with Pittsburgh right now. Yeah, so it's a weird year. I—I I still think we're the best team. I—I I still think we should be able to make it through, but. I mean, there's there's tough matchups in there, um, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, there's there's something to be said about being there before, and you see some of these other teams like Buffalo um, who haven't really made it to that big stage yet, and so if we have to meet them in the AFC Championship or something like that, they haven't gotten there before. Like this, We have that experience that we lacked a few years ago when we finally made it to the AFC title game, that I feel like that could be a huge factor for us if we just, you know, I feel like they're human and they understand that that they're in a great spot and they'll probably be at least in the AFC championship game. And it's hard for them to stay motivated throughout the season because they know how good they are. So I think, I don't know, I just think there's a lot of players on this team that kind of let up when these leads get like that. And I, I even think the coaching staff lets up when say, they get I don't think leads. it's just the players. Andy Reid just does not go aggressive and, once they get big leads. And it's, and it's been like he, that since Alex Smith. It's not but, just but, then, but whenever – it's just so funny because this happened in Tampa and this happened this past week is that whenever this, the game gets down to a one-possession game, all of a sudden our offense can move the football again because Andy Reid knows he needs to move the football again. It's just like if they played with that intensity and that mindset all the time, these games would not be close. Yeah, I understand if you're up by 14 and there's like five minutes left in the fourth quarter to run the ball. But if you're up 20 going in the fourth quarter and you have the ball, why not pass it and just put the nail in the coffin for the touchdown? Especially when your running game is not good. Exactly. Like um, Sunday, we I mean, listen, good. I like Clyde, but he's not a very good runner. No, we need we Williams have. back. Listen, our offensive line right now is horrible when it comes to run blocking and, and po- honestly pass blocking too, but much worse in the run game. Nick Algaretti is not getting it done. Austin Ryder is not getting it done. Um, I mean, we and, have to remember half of our – I mean, you can almost say, it. yeah, at least half of our regular starting O-line isn't even here or well, healthy. Think about, think about what got taken away from that Super Bowl team so far. Schwartz isn't there. Uh, LDT is not there, and Stephen Wisniewski isn't there. So those and are then, three guys. And then trying to be drafted too. Stephen Wisniewski actually is there, yeah. but he's not there. There, <laughs> he's there, but he's not there. There, he, he is here. Yeah. He's not playing. He's, he's part of the organization. Um, yeah, and then the guy we took, uh, Lucas Niang, is that his name? Niang, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, God, I mean, that's it's tough. He was supposed to be good. We'll see. I mean, the Chiefs, they still. I mean, I think we're honestly kind of privileged to be talking like this because a lot of teams would just take 12 wins and just run with it. And I mean, I will too, but um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, I feel like we're where new England was for that long stretch where they kind of don't just expect to win anymore. They expect to do it convincingly and they expect to, and they, and that's why I don't think there will ever be a dynasty like the new England Patriots again, uh, unless Kansas city somehow does it because 
tack can be as consistent as the New England Patriots were for a 20-year stretch is almost impossible. They, You knew what you were getting every single week, every single quarter out of that team. It was the same thing. They never had a problem of blowing leads and stuff like that, which is, you know, a test to the coaching staff and Belichick. That's something that's just – I don't think you're going to find that ever again, which is why when people are saying we'll win six, seven Super Bowls, I'm like, oh, man, you know, that is a very, very tough task uh, because, I mean, it's just – human nature it's hard to be so consistent all the time yeah um let's go into the game um Patrick Mahomes three interceptions it was uh we can talk about MVP after the game but Mahomes, it was one of his worst games honestly yeah I mean it's just wasn't it his first time passing three interceptions in one game uh I think he did it versus the Rams in that crazy yeah, game that's true. but 393 yards passing two touchdowns three interceptions and Tyree Kill, believe it or not, was tied for the league or for the uh, team rushing with one carry of 32 yards. So that kind of goes back on when your run game can't be going. Yeah, and, and they, still what be pissed me it. off is they didn't even try and change things up. Late in that game when they're trying to run the clock out, I'm like, put Le'Veon Bell in. He has two carries for 21 yards. They're running 5-7 Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He's getting smoked getting to the line of scrimmage. We kept losing yards. It was ridiculous. That was that was just blasphemous that they did not at least put Darrell Williams or Le'Veon in for a snap or two, just to see if they could do something. Because my God, Clyde was just getting pushed backwards that entire time. Yeah, looking at Tua on the other side, he passed his first interception of the year uh, to Tyron Matthew. That's his third or third game in a row with an interception. I believe so. Which uh, great job for Matthew being there, but I don't think Rashad Fenton got the credit there. That was a yeah, that outstanding was... defensive play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was a good win. It's, I mean, we can't, this can't be said, but I mean, I mean, this has to be said. This is a good Miami Dolphins team. This is maybe a AFC playoff team. Like, yeah, I mean, this they're, isn't they're there. beating the Chargers close. This is beating an, this is like a playoff game. They're, they're definitely good. Um, I don't think they're on our level and they shouldn't be within six of us, but I, I do think they're good. I would have to agree with you. They're, they're, and they're getting better. That's the thing. If we played them week one, it probably is a lot different, but, the way they are today, they are and they're 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 good. John, I know you don't have a special team support, um, but you're still going to give us one. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, I I don't think the punting was really all that notable because usually when we were giving the ball away, it was um, through the means I can of give you interceptions. Like. You can you yeah, can. Townsend had about one or two punts, right? Yeah, four. He actually had four. Four. Okay, and a little more than I thought. He had one inside the twenty with an average of fifty yards. <laughs> Harrison Butker. One of one field goals, forty-six yard field goal, pretty clutch. Ice in his veins. Big, big field goal. Seems to be ironing out the extra point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, he's maybe two. Looks seasons, like history might not be broken. History might yeah. not be broken. Yeah, he might not break that record for most missed extra it's points. Like we're starting to see Big Dick Harrison again, which is good. He's, he's looking good. Yeah. Um, but the biggest part, McCole Hardman, sixty-seven yard punt return touchdown. It was nice. Yeah, was very nice. nice play by him. But then he turned right around and fumbled on the next possession, which was kind of rough. Because that was that not really in the special the team, though. But John, we're covering special teams. We are not. Really you can't. We, we can only. John, this is which, Hardman. Well, well, John, John always hates on McCole Hardman special teams. Oh, so well, I, was, I think we I was very excited on McCole Hardman in general. Yeah, I think yeah, we saw so I was. I was very excited. That could be AJ Brown or DK Metcalf or Terry McLaren or McLaurin, whatever. Okay. I mean, but that's, instead it's McCall yes, Hardman. That's besides Look, the fact. After getting the homes, we had to screw up a couple of skill position picks, and we kind of did. That's so. I mean, we've we've hit on so many skill position picks that it's unbelievable. 
Yeah, no, it really is. Um, like it's getting, just, it, like, just like getting a guy like Demarcus Robinson in the fourth round is just like, what the hell? Or like Kelsey in the third is just like, we've had a uh, stretch. Demarcus Robinson is a pretty, pretty basic For a fourth round, round pick, player. that's not bad. I mean, it's pretty good. A lot of fourth round picks flame out in year one or two. So he, the point is, like, we've been very good at drafting. Um, and yeah, you're right. I mean, we were bound to hit some misses, but I don't think McColl's an entire miss. I don't think he's a miss all the way. He's not he, a miss, but he, he provides value. DK Metcalf. No, he definitely just sure think if we had DK Metcalf, that would be that would be scary. Be something. Yeah, that would that be. Something. I, I think we would be the best offensive team ever. I don't think we'll screw up a draft as bad as the 2018 draft. In I mean, that one was horrible, but yeah, that was. We, that was honestly kind of payback because the 17 draft we hit so hard, and then the 18 we went Breland, Speaks, Derek Nottie, who's he's pretty solid, Dorno Daniel, Armani Watts, Tremont Smith, and Khalil McKenzie. Poo 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 poo. But 20, 2019 was a even with McCall Hardman was fire. You got McCall, Juan Thornhill, Colin Sanders, Rashad Fenton, Darwin Thompson, Nick Algaretti. Pretty sure yeah. all of them are still on the team. So uh, yeah, is Darwin on the team or is he on I practice think, squad? I think he's uh, he's on the like team. He's just like the fifth team. running back. So yeah, but yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of that, um, yeah. Patrick Mahomes three interceptions now has five touchdown interception ratio will not be broken this year. Does this give Aaron Rodgers MVP? I mean, I wouldn't say it gives it to him, but I because think because you already you, thought he had it. Well, I that's on my, in my opinion. I thought he was already the MVP, but um, I think there's there's a few things that can happen. Uh, if Mahomes balls out in New Orleans this week, which will be a huge game, a lot of people will be watching. It'll be one of the primetime late window games. I think he's right back in the driver's seat. But if not, he kind of runs out of chances to really impress big Unless time. Unless we see six or seven touchdown games. Yeah, you'd have to be crazy then. And Rodgers' schedule from now on is the Carolina Panthers, the Tennessee Titans, and the Chicago Bears. So, and one of those games, Tennessee's on Sunday Night Football. If Rodgers performs well in that, I mean, I don't know. I just think it's razor thin right now between the two. Mahomes has the win-loss and yards going for him. Rodgers has the touchdown-to-interception going for him. You can make the argument for a co-MVP, although that's soft. I hope they don't do that. If they do that, I think – I mean, they've done it before. They did it with Barry Sanders and Brett Favre. But, yeah, I – I'd rather with, have Mahomes not my, get MVP than be co-MVP. I don't know about that. But yeah. my my um, my main reasoning for keeping Rodgers just a slight bit ahead is because of he just does not have Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, Travis Kelsey, McCole Hardman, Andy Reid to work with. Okay, that's that's a little hypocritical. Throwing in How was that Reed. hypocritical? Throwing in Andy Reid. You talk so high of Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur's a good coach. He's not Andy Reid. He's pretty good, Come though. On so. Come on now. Andy Reid. You know, I, get, I get it. I understand where you're coming from. But I don't know. I mean, I think if Rodgers loses one more game this year and doesn't perform well, I really think. He, I think that gives Mahomes MVP because I think a lot of voters are gonna look at can these players perform good against the teams that they've played, and you look at Buccaneers. I yeah. think that's gonna. I think that costed Aaron Rodgers the MVP. It might, but at and, the same time, if Mahomes does not play well this Sunday. Rodgers lit up the Saints in Week Three, so yeah, there's so, yeah, still exactly. To be had. Yes, correct. I will get and same that. with the Falcons. I mean. God forbid we lose that game. But yeah, Nick Keith would not, let, us, would not let that down. So it just 
you take a look at that. I, I don't know. It's a favorite award. It isn't based off of, you know, a certain qualification. It's just who they like the most that year. John, um, if the yeah. NFL season ended today, who gets your MVP vote? Um, I know I'm going to piss Jackson off, but I'm going to say Patrick. I mean, um, I said it was razor thin. Only because I just, I think, I okay, the main thing for me is I think yards and um, interceptions and touchdowns are all kind of arbitrary stats, and that can be um, used to favor either side. Because um, I think a lot of it is kind of randomness, especially passing touchdowns. I think passing touchdowns is a garbage stat um, because, you know, it's the difference between a handoff in the inside. So uh, Rodgers does have some edges. I just think the main tiebreaker for me is, like, Mahomes hasn't played poorly to lose his team a game, even if that's kind of because he has more support on the offensive side of things. He hasn't had, like, a, you know, Chiefs offense get shut down and then lose games. So I guess that would be my main tiebreaker. But it is razor thin. I don't think I would be, like, I don't think I'd get pissed if Mahomes doesn't win it this year. I wouldn't say that, like, he's getting snubbed or anything because I think Rodgers is just as deserving. But I guess... I guess I would give my vote to Mahomes. But, yeah, if he plays poorly this weekend, um, that could change. Yeah, I mean, I think you, when you look at this, like you said, I mean, it's not what – if you have this amount of yards, this many TDs out gets your MVP, it comes down to who do you like more. And I don't know. I think it's going to be – I think it's going to be Mahomes. I, I really think uh, – I mean, if we went out, I could easily see it being Mahomes. But if Mahomes only passed for one interception against Miami, I think it's in. I think he clearly has it. But it's this game against the Dolphins that really kind of started shaking things up because now you're looking at interception, touchdown interception ratio for Rodgers and Mahomes. I mean, I mean, yeah. Like I John mean, said, I think both John of them are deserving. On the touchdowns, it's kind of random when you get them. If you like get a screen touchdown or like a slant four yard touchdown versus like a run up the middle, yeah, it's kind of random to be fair. But I think I think just looking at the two, they've both been phenomenal this year. I think I like I've said, I mean, I'm basically a broken record at this time. I just think Rodgers has not as much to work with on offense, especially because Green Bay just absolutely shit themselves this past draft and drafted a backup quarterback, a third string running back and a fourth string tight end to start the draft. So when you take that into consideration, they actually gave him no help and they didn't sign one free agent. So I think you just factor all of that in. I think that's why I would lean for Aaron. All right. Moving on to the next game. Uh, Titans, uh, Jaguars, Titans, one thirty-one ten. No this need to talk Dan about Henry. it. Vikings, Buccaneers, Dan. Bailey. Okay. I'm going to say something here. I don't want to, I want to go too long on this, but the Buccaneers, like, they're not very good. If Dan Bailey knew how to kick a, a ball. The the Vikings and the refs there. were horrible. I mean, they who calls a pass interference on a hail mary? Come on, uh, that gave them three more points. And then, I God, I mean, Tom Brady over like six wide open wide receivers. It was, I just like, I keep waiting for this Tampa Bay team to go off, but at some point, I just have to kind of think it's not going to. You need to close the book. But then again, it's Tom Brady. I mean, the NFL is probably going to do whatever they can to make sure he gets a few playoff games and some ratings. So be don't be don't be don't be surprised. Oh, they'll never put him on Nickelodeon. No, 
No, they, they're going to put the Browns on Nickelodeon. Well, also, yeah, very pissed off. The NFL came out and said the AFC wildcard game will be on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Turns out you can also watch the game on CBS, so we don't have to worry about it. Oh, that. thank God. Okay. I, I really thought. No, I was I'm gonna... watching the Nickelodeon broadcast, bro. That's going to be groundbreaking television. Okay, listen, here's, here's the thing. Nickelodeon for two neutral teams that I don't care would kind of be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's the, the football team if, versus the Bears. If it's the Chiefs, though, let's just say hypothetically it were to be the Chiefs, I would lose my damn mind if, like, Bashad Breeland got a, like, 50-yard pass interference. <laughs> you have to watch his eyes pop out of his head. When, when Bashad Breeland gets, like, a 50-yard <laughs> pass interference and his eyes start Googling and Patrick comes up and he's like, defense! <gasps> I would literally, like, break my freaking TV, go to Roger Gale's house and break his legs off. Like Someone I would... said, what if, the, what if uh, Dak Prescott breaking his ankle would have been on uh... – Nickelodeon. I forgot. I mean, they're not going to be disrespectful. No, I know, but it was so funny. I won't be able to find it, but it was no, but like literally, like through the goalposts, like they're going to have SpongeBob's face in between the the goalposts. Like if Butker missed and I saw SpongeBob smiling at me, I would probably punch a hole in my wall. (laughs) D four jumps off sides. Oh, if D four jumped off sides and Patrick Star like and Squidward popped up and just like did a cartoon, I probably would have. Just twisted my head off that right there. That would have been terrible. That... I can't even imagine that. I probably would have twisted my head off right then and there. I just would have been. But we should. I saw they have a pregame show for it. For like, It's a cartoon pregame show. They need to do a halftime show, and it actually needs to be SpongeBob no, Sicko No, they mode. said that's going to happen. Yeah. We got they said SpongeBob will be. Last time. And the Super Bowl. They and better we're not do the freaking, the, uh, the proper Spongebob yes, yes. Right. They totally, as John has said multiple times, blue balled us on that. Yeah. And Tra- Travis Scott honestly, came out. It kind of made me hate Travis Scott a little bit. Like, well, what let's, the let's, fuck? first of all, it was a horrible game. That would have been the highlight. Like, it would have, like, that game was so damn yeah, boring. Well, Travis Scott blew it. I'm sorry. He blew it. He had a I mean, chance to make that terrible night into an okay one. And he was like, I'm going to turn it into Astro World. No. Yeah, I think we all wanted SpongeBob in that situation, and they it, listen. If they didn't tease it, I still would have been disappointed, but like it wouldn't have been as bad. Because when they teased it, I was like, "Oh shit, they're actually gonna do this. Let's go." Also, and then, they came out with all that, like you know, that reporting on it, and like what was gonna happen, and all this, and I was like, "Oh, here we freaking go! Like this yeah. is actually gonna happen." And then yeah. they, you know, turns on, boom, 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 and then nope, nope, nope. Uh, so that was horrible. That was one of yeah. the worst moments. Of I don't have life. to concur with that. Sports it watching. A, it was two weeks after D Ford. Oh. Yeah. To make matters worse. <laughs> to make matters worse. D- all right. Night. Next game. Next game. Next game. All right. Um, Broncos, Panthers, Broncos, Panthers, Broncos, and Panthers. Drew Locke, have a day. I mean, I did take to... the Broncos here. Yeah, we all took the Broncos. Hell yeah. Uh, oh, also, lock of the week update. John, you suck. It's now you suck. Jackson. Dude, dude I have lost lock of the weeks on a field goal. We'll wait for lock of the weeks. We, I've gotten bad beated multiple times. For wait, till, wait till we get to the Saints-Philly game to say anything about oh, bad. Shut up. Right. No, you should piss up. Well, then Keep going. No podcast. Anyway, um, Broncos-Panthers. Credits yep. due where credits due. I mean, Drew Locke last four weeks of the season seems to be his time where he that, shows up. That's like he's acting like Sammy Watkins week one, but it's Drew Locke week twelve through or week thirteen through seventeen. Yeah, when it's way too late, that's when he likes to show up. It's kind of like I mean, I hate saying it. I saw it on Sports Center. Some of the Broncos still have a chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, that will not be happening. But but yeah, 
I mean, 280 yards passing, four touchdowns, only six incompletions on 27 yards passing. I mean, I'm not going to say that. Or you said six incompletions on 27 yards passing. Or, sorry, 27 pass attempts. Yeah, okay. But, yeah, I mean, it's a good game for the Broncos after a bad loss to the Chiefs. But next up, um, Bears versus Texans, 36-7. Wow, Bears. got this one way wrong. Yeah, I mean, Mitch, Mitch basically kind of shut up all the haters saying, look at what Deshaun Watson has done. And at this point, I really hope the Bear, that Mitchell Trubisky plays so well at the end of the season and the Bears re-sign him. Yeah, like, and it has to be a nice contract too. Because it has to be a decline. big contract because yeah. they declined the fifth-year option. So I hope he balls out. They and give him like a $50 million contract and he goes back to being Mitchell Trubisky. That Which would, would, that would awesome. be the greatest thing ever. That would mean the entire Bears front office would be going away. <laughs> and not like fired. Probably the Bears community would. <laughs> they would be banned from the city of Chicago. Yeah. But yeah, Mitch Trubisky, three touchdowns, 267 passing yards. Out of the three quarterbacks of Watson, Trubisky, and Mahomes, he led the uh, three in QBR. So That's true. I think this is the most points put up by the Bears this year, too. It is, yeah. I mean, it's a big moment for Mitchell Trubisky. I mean, even though they lose, I mean, even though they're not good, um, to beat Deshaun Watson head to head, like I was, I said, I'm tired of the narrative of hearing the Bears messed up taking him. It had to feel good for him. He finally did something for himself. It's just crazy to me that this team beat the Buccaneers. They took the Saints to overtime, but yet they lose to the Lions. Yeah, they're interesting, aren't they? Yeah, they're the Bears. All right, next up, Cardinals, Giants, my lock of the week. You know, locked. I mean, you, you expect that from me. Um, I honestly, yeah, I felt strongly about the Cardinals in this one too because the Giants were on a hot streak and I felt like it was coming to an end. Yeah, no NFC East team can keep a hot streak for more than five weeks. Although in the last three weeks, the division with the best record overall is the NFC East. The more you learn. All right, anyway. The more you learn. That was a good game for Kyler Murray and the Cardinals to bounce back. I have nothing else to say, really. There's an obvious the, the Cardinals are not going to win a playoff game, and if they do, they're getting bounced in the second round. So yeah. Um. Then you got the Dallas Cowboys versus Cincinnati Bengals, thirty-seven. Andy Dalton shoved his dick down the city of Cincinnati. Red Rifle Revenge Game. Uh, you could, yeah, Red Rifle. Take Where it were away. you when Andy Dalton got revenge on the Bengals? Watching the Chiefs game. <laughs> True. Me too. And red zone at the same time. Nah, can't do that. Can't do it. I, I did. I did. All right. Um. Yeah, it was a good game for the Cowboys. Cowboys are what two and one in their last three games. I don't know. To be honest, haven't been following them very closely. Yeah. They're four and nine on the year. Yeah, they're pretty. They bad. suck. They if suck. You, if you really think about it, the Cowboys, should only have two lo- two wins. And Jerry Jones came out and said that uh, Mike McCarthy will be coming back for the twenty twenty one season. So to stop the speculation that they would hire Eric Bieniemy. Next up, Colts Raiders, 44-27. This was a pretty good game. Um, John, do you think this Raiders team makes the playoffs? I don't think so anymore. Um, I don't think so. They they can still beat the Chargers this week. They're still in a bit of a perilous spot, but with the Ravens beating the Browns, I think it's unlikely they'll miss. Um, we'll talk about that game later, but that was mental. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think they're in a little bit of trouble here. Um, we'll see about... I guess the Dolphins are also kind of knocking with their spot, but they, um, they're going to have to put some results together, and I just don't think they're going to do it because it's Derek Carr. So, I yeah. think I think the lot- Another thing is Henry Ruggs is now out with COVID. 
Mm-hmm. That's not good. Um, I think the one thing is that loss to Atlanta for the Raiders is going to kill them because the AFC this year, I think you have to go at least 10-6 and six to make the playoffs, and they can't afford another loss. I mean, they're the nine seed right now in the AFC. They're trailing Miami at seven and Baltimore at eight, so they'd have That's to leave. That a seven and six team is the nine seed. Like, it's good that's to see the, the AFC. AFC. It's good. I mean, that, that's the bottom line is there's some good quality teams in the AFC right now. Um, but, yeah, the Raiders have to win out if they want to make the playoffs, unfortunately for them, uh, yeah, which, which is doable. I mean, listen, they have some – they control a little bit of their destiny because they play Miami week 16. So if they take care of business all three weeks, including that week, they at least help themselves out there. Then they just kind of have to hope for Baltimore to slip up. Yeah. Now on the other side – do you think this is a dangerous Colts team to play in the playoffs? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think I think they've got a great matchup when you think about the Kansas City Chiefs running the football, keeping Mahomes off the field. I think that's anybody's best strategy versus the Chiefs. And, and I mean, let's be honest. They even though Mahomes was hurt a year ago, they implemented it perfectly versus us last year um, with Jacoby Brissett. So if they can do it with him then, you know, I think that they're a good matchup. They've got a good offensive line that really doesn't help for our underwhelming defensive line. Uh, I, I think we would beat them. I think we could obviously handle them, but I think they're I think they're a solid team. I mean, I think Indianapolis is an intriguing team heading forward because if they draft a stud quarterback, I think they already have the pieces in place to be a contender in the AFC for a long time. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you need a, you need a better quarterback. I mean, they do, obviously. But I mean, if, think if Andrew Luck was still on this team, they would I be mean, fighting for the one seed. They'd be deadly. I mean, they yeah, the Colts are really good. Um, Chris Ballard, great GM. He was Andrew in Kansas Luck City. Has to be hating that he like. Oh, I don't think Andrew Luck regrets it one second. I mean, he, where is he now? Like sitting on his ass, sitting on his head from getting I, banged. I knew whenever he was gone, or I knew whenever he retired, we'd just stop hearing from him, and I literally have not heard a word from him since. That's the same thing that's going to happen with Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, Kawhi's just going to stop talking. You're just going to be like, wait, where's Kawhi? And it'll be like a year later, and he's just not going to have said a word in a year. Kawhi's going to show up at like one team reunion, and everyone's going to be like, holy shit, I forgot Kawhi Leonard's still alive. Uh, <laughs> Kawhi, the, Kawhi yeah. the night before uh, the season starts next week, he's going to be like, yeah, I'm done. Ah, ah, ha, ha. He shows up. Ah, ha, ha. He shows up. Bro, he if shows he up. did, I would be so happy. Like, he no, shows he up to the. It would save the Clippers, bro. He shows he up to the trade Paul George. If he shows up to the 2044 30 year championship, uh, what am I trying to say? Reunion with the Spurs. The Spurs yeah. <laughs> and we're like, oh, we haven't seen you since you retired in like 2026. How are you doing, Kawhi? Yeah. It's been, it's been like 10 years, huh? Yeah. Yeah. We're like, what have you been up to? Uh huh. Drinking uh, wine and ice cream. Yeah. Eating a lot of desserts and alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Next up, Jets, Seahawks. Ass kicking no forty to to three, uh, Jets. They're not going to win a game. It this was year. bad. They're not. They're, the way they finished the season: Rams, Browns, Patriots. There's no way now. Uh, I could see New England week seventeen. The only way, yeah, that's it. But it looks like Trevor Lawrence is going to be a New York Jet. Oof, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, it's ripped to Trevor Lawrence's career. Next up, Packers, Lions, Jackson. If you guys would have lost this game, you guys almost did. Chase Daniel almost came in for the win. I mean, I mean, in fairness, Chase Daniel did very little. They returned the kickoff back to the 30-yard line of Green Bay. 
So he only had to go 30 yards, and he didn't even do that. So, I mean, I mean yeah. Still yeah. Done. Whatever. Still it's, done. But anyway. The biggest fear for me with Green Bay is not actually the special – it's not the offense or defense. It's the special teams. Because they, oh come on, special teams! You know I, you know I like talk about the special teams, and they're not. Bro, they are horrible. They allowed a punt return touchdown to Jalen Rager last week. This week, when they're up, they can close the game. They're up ten over two minutes left. They're just kicking off. They can close this game out. They allow a return all the way to their own thirty, where Mason Crosby has to make the tackle. Their punting is horrible. J.K. Scott averages like forty yards a punt. It's not good, and he doesn't even half the time it's been in a dome. And then on top of that. I mean, we go back, they allowed a punt return to the freaking Jaguars. Like, there is a big problem when it comes to special teams for the Packers. I suppose. But, yeah, that's just not something you have to worry about burning you, even if there's I mean, but think about it. Like, if, you, if you're if you playing a, a team you're pretty even with, and that comes back to, like, you like you shank like a 35-yard punt. Like, it's shit like that that can cost you. Because I'll tell you what, J.K. Scott in that Colts game that the Packers lost – he was part of the reason. He had a few punts that just went nowhere. They were so lame. No, I mean, in a dome, perfect conditions, just kicked it like 39 yards. And I was just like, okay. So I'm not saying it's the most, you know, I'm not going to say that if they don't win a Super Bowl, they have to blame the special teams, but it's a big problem, in my opinion. All right. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And the game that really disappointed me, uh, Falcons Chargers, there was really no screw up. It was just oh, there was plenty. You weren't paying attention. Okay, but there was the last, no... the last minute was great. The what? The last two minutes were great. They've can they combined for three interceptions. Yeah, it was, but it was that's, that's not what we want. We want a touchdown, a hail mary to be called back. That's what we want. I mean, listen, uh, both of the teams is like who can out charger or out Falcon the other. And unfortunately for the Chargers was them that one because their draft pick is now worse. Yeah, I mean, other than that, I really don't have anything to say. I mean, it was a good game from Justin Herbert, kind of. Not really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Solid. Let's go, to, let's go to my, uh, I'm not going to say my football team, but the football team, a team that I've been mm-hmm. predicting to win. And nice. I still believe by it. Um, Yeah. This is a good football team. They might finish nine and seven. I mean, when yeah, you don't Seahawks, score an offensive, Panthers and Eagles. This team is definitely finishing five hundred at least. Oof, man, I, I just don't know if I can trust them that much. To be completely honest, I like the what they're doing, but if Dwayne Haskins is your quarterback, like I'm not picking There's you to win any. Shown anything on Alex Smith? He's probably going to be back this week. I mean, we'll even see. if Alex Smith had like 50 yards on like 18 attempts, like it wasn't anything special no, there either. Pretty, but so I, I they don't have like, a dang good defense. Yeah, so. that, and that's what I've been saying. Their run defense is crazy. I just don't think that, that, don't think that that's going to be able to carry them versus Seattle for sure. And, uh, you know, I also believe it's not going to be a walk in the park to beat Philly for them either. All right. Stop sucking Jalen Hurts' dick. Not. I just don't think yeah, it's going to be are. easy. You really are. I don't, it's, it's I don't think Washington has easy win versus anyone, if I'm being honest. like The, the Washington football team, unless they play the Jets, I don't think they have an easy win versus anyone. So that it's nothing personal. It's just I just don't trust that team. I'm not saying they'll lose to these teams because I picked them to beat the 49ers, but, I mean, it's hard to trust a team that is going between a robotic leg, Alex Smith, and Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can say that. I mean, I think this football team 
I I could see them winning a playoff game. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I mean, I they couldn't. beat the Steelers. They, yes, but oh God, I just don't think they're capable. I, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Defense, maybe I'm underestimating. They're plenty capable of beating yeah. what? Who who is who's gonna be the the there's, three? Dude, I don't know if you guys seed. realize, but there's still a chance somehow the football team could play the Bears. There is still a chance. Playoffs? Yeah. The Bears would have wow. to win their freaking – oh, wait, the football team are going to win their division. That's right. Yeah. That would be unbelievably But the Seahawks talk. would have to that literally – like That would literally be like a 2 nothing game. It would C- be – This is what would have to happen. Give me one second here. The Seahawks would have to lose to the football team, the Rams, and 49ers. Mm-hmm. Not the Bears. They'd have to win every game, right? Yeah, the Bears would have to beat the Vikings and the Packers and the uh yeah, oh, never mind. They ain't beating the Packers. Well, yeah. no. It's it's in week seventeen. If the Packers Ooh. already have the first seed uh, locked up, why I mean, what are the odds of that? Come on. Pretty good, probably. How? They're tied for it right now. It's not if, like if the Chiefs fun. beat them. If the Chiefs yeah, beat the Steelers, or not the Steelers, if the Chiefs beat the Saints this week. And the Packers then they give them the tiebreaker. Yeah. No, they already yeah. have it. Yeah. And then, they, they already have the tiebreaker. And then, so then the Packers get a one-game lead. Green Bay wins their next two, and, and the Saints lose one of them. Green Bay will have it locked up, right? Correct. Okay, so yeah, then there is a hypothetical. That there Rogers is a chance. But then again, the Packers have to play the Titans in between there. That could be a loss. So, you know. Here, this is – Big Cat and uh, P, or PFT did this. This is what would this is what would look like if uh, you needed uh, Chicago at Washington. First seed would need to be well, I don't yeah it would need to be the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. Then you need the seventh seed Seattle Seahawks at nine and seven at the second seed Green Bay Packers that are eleven and five. So it requires the Seahawks to lose out. Yes, that's what I just said. Oh well, that's not happening. And then Tampa Bay would need to be nine and seven, and the Rams would be would need to be ten and six. Oh, well, and it requires Tampa to win one more game. <laughs> okay. okay, well, I mean, you could flip Seattle and Los Angeles. I mean, if it requires Tampa to lose one more game, that ain't happening because they're beating the Falcons, they're beating the Lions, and then they'll beat the Falcons again. So, I mean, listen, this is just a crazy hypothetical, and it would be funny, but it's not going to happen. Unfortunately. I don't really want to put this in the ESPN. Unfortunately for defense. I'm putting this in, in the ESPN, okay? Week 15, right. football team beats the Seahawks, okay? Bears beat the Vikings, okay? And we'll here, we'll see if the— I already saw the scenario. We've already gone over it. What are you putting it well, in no, for? No, I'm seeing if the Packers can be the first seed and it still pans out. Probably not because the Bears have to win out to make the playoffs. Okay, and the Chiefs—Jackson, ha- I don't think you understand. The Packers have the tiebreaker over the Saints. I understand that, Josh, but watch what happens when you do this. Okay. We give the Saints the win against the Vikings in week 16. Then we give the football team the win against that. Who do the Packers play? Oh, tight. Uh, there's that. Okay. Yes. Yes. And yes. And there's that. Okay, sorry. Give me a second here. Give me one second. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how in hell they got that, or unless I had to do this. Okay. the The main point. Listen, you're wasting all this time for something that will never happen. So. No, I mean it's pretty. It there's a chance. 
There's no chance of that happening. Oh, I got it. Okay, yeah, I got it. The Packers can still be the first seed, and the Bears can play the football team. So, What seed would the Bears be, the six or the five? The five, and the football team would have to be the fourth. I mean, and bro. This could happen. also be – yeah, okay, I got it. There's a way – okay, yeah. We, there are multiple ways the Bears can play the football team. The Bears have to win every game left. Jackson, it is possible. I don't think they beat Minnesota this week. So well, I think happens, and yeah, throw it out the window up. already. I don't even think they can beat them. And look, I've been trying to like get away from getting to this game, but Jackson, toot your own horn, Saints Eagles, twenty one twenty five. I just, I just want an apology on the podcast, and we can be done with it. No. Okay. Well, fuck you then. All right. <laughs> you, you laughed at me. You're like, oh, you're an idiot. This is why you're the worst. Jackson, you know, Jackson, 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 I'm sorry. There you go. That's all you but need to do. Absolutely say. nothing. All right, you fuck. Now we're back. Listen. John, are you, are you I apologize? I said the fucking Eagles would win. No, I don't apologize. Yeah, we don't apologize. Yeah. Well, As someone who's lost the lock of the week on a field goal kicked at the end of the game to get an extra onside kick attempt and a Hail Mary and you at also the end lost, of the game. And you, they also beat Taysom Hill. You're acting like they beat Drew Brees. Okay, then why'd you laugh at me when I picked it? Why you say it still shouldn't happen? It was a, it was an upset. Yes, it was an upset, but it's not. It's like I would I would have said I'm sorry if they would have beat Drew Brees. I I don't I guess I don't need you to say sorry. I'm just gonna keep rubbing it in your face though until you do. So well, let me know whenever you lead any lock of the week. I'm gonna win all my locks of the week the rest of the year. How about that? Well, that'll be good for our listeners. Start it making them some money. Um, yeah, Sunday night listen, football. They made some money. Well, no, let's actually stick on this game. Is Jalen Hurts the future of Philadelphia? No. Well, that was I do not simple. So. Well, then, what, what, well, what is their what is their future? They don't have one. No. Okay. Neither Hurts or Wentz are their future. That's my take. John, what do you think? Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think that that is probably correct. That neither of them are their future. That that's about what I would say. I think that. Um, they're both pretty bad. Even if Jalen Hurts beat him, I don't think he's it. He ain't it, man. He ain't it. It is odd though that every every time the Eagles play without Carson Wentz, they the, like not only does the offense play better, but the defense somehow plays better, and so does the special teams. It's bizarre how that happens. I, I don't get it. When Foles came in, they would just get batshit lucky all the time. Like crazy shit would happen. That, I mean, even the double doink, like just shit like that. It just doesn't make sense. But when Wentz is in there, nothing goes right. I just, I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I, I think at the end of this year, we'll be able to make a really better guess on if Jalen Hurts is the future. I mean, the Saints team really didn't have a lot of film to go off of with Hurts, but right. it should be interesting. I think Jalen Hurts. Will definitely be used as a Taysom Hill somewhere if it's not Philadelphia, yeah. but I think he should not just be listed as a QB. I think you need to develop more skills from him. Well, let's let's think about it. Um, if he were to, let's say, I mean, I I know I just bashed you for hypotheticals, but if the Eagles somehow won the NFC East, if he beat Arizona, Dallas, and Washington, and they won the East, I mean, then you might have to have a real conversation if he plays really well and that happens. And then somehow Doug Peterson but- would also have a job. Yeah, I mean, I think, honestly, Doug Peterson's going to have a job either way. I wouldn't keep him, but I think they will. Um, Yeah, I think it's interesting. I think it's the right move to bench Carson for now. You know what you have in Carson this year. It wasn't good. He wasn't good. Um, You know you're not going to be able to get rid of him, basically. So you just 
you take an L. You don't want him to get hurt again. You sit him. See what Jalen Hurts has. You took him in the second round for a reason. Obviously, he's got something going for him. We'll see if he can ever develop into a real good quarterback, though. Just think, they had the chance to get Justin Jefferson, but they just drafted Jalen Ragnar. Jalen Rieger, who, I mean, he's not Justin Jefferson, never will be. Looked way better with Jalen Hurts as his quarterback. Well, so did the whole offense. <laughs> That's true. I mean, all of a sudden, Alshon Jeffrey knew how to catch a football. That's so what I was about to say. I was about to say, like, there was a thing called a touchdown pass. don't know if you guys know what that is. But in a game that was kind of defensive-sided, Steelers versus Bills, Sunday Night Football. I mean, I think America saw this coming. I think the Steelers – okay, I'm going to say it. You know what? I said this a few weeks ago. You all thought I was stupid. The Steelers, you can say it with me on the count of three. One, two, three are frauds. I thought that was Buffalo's thing. I don't think I'm ready to say that yet. I'm going to be honest with you. Let's be at least a little fair to Pittsburgh before we call – listen, they're overrated, yes. They they have outperformed what they should have, yes. I'm willing to agree to those terms. But to be also fair, Bud Dupree, their second – I mean, the guy that combats T.J. Watt, Torres ACL, done. Joe Hayden, one of their best corners, done. I mean, when those types of things happen, you know, in the middle of the season – I don't expect them to keep winning, especially when they play with like what three games in 11 days. Yeah. I mean, that's also, I mean, everyone's kind of been through that. So I don't really think that's a huge excuse this year, but it's, I mean, it's also something up there. And I mean, the biggest deal with them, I think is they have no running game at all. It is. I know this is an era of, you know, in 2020 where running the football is not really that important, but they can't move the football on the ground. James Conner, 10 carries for 18 yards last week. The week he is just, I don't know what to say. I mean, he had one good week versus Jacksonville. Before that, 13 carries for 36 yards, nine carries for 22 yards, 15 carries for 47 yards. He's been horrible with them, and it doesn't make sense because they have a great offensive line. So I think that's Pittsburgh's biggest flaw currently is they just cannot run the football. They're putting way too much pressure on Ben Roethlisberger and these receivers, and their receivers aren't catching the football either. They're too worried about doing TikTok dances. So, yeah. Pittsburgh's yeah. kind of rude. Did you know Trace Claypool has more TikToks than receptions this year? I also know Trace Claypool's a freaking monster, though. So let's be at least respectful because the dude is, I mean. Yeah, he's probably the wrong stealer to be bad talking. Not he's got eight touchdowns. Do you, you think Chase Claypool listens to primetime Kansas City? No. But no I'm just saying it for I think Dante Johnson's the one everyone hates. Oh, yeah. He dropped, he, has, he leads the league in drops, 14 this year. So. Which is crazy because he still has 69 catches, nice, for 694 yards, nice, uh, and five touchdowns. So, yeah, I think it's kind of crazy that he's the worst guy on their offense, basically. But, yeah, also Eric Ebron, Jesus, everyone likes to hype him up. That's I why mean, I don't... He's, he's good for his age and, like, what he's doing. I mean, he's good for 27. Like Jackson, you can – Jackson. What? This year he has 511 yards receiving and four touchdowns. I mean, for a tight end, that's pretty damn good. It's okay. He's not a top ten. And he it's all right, 10, I guess. Like, but like, I mean, you don't expect. I mean, we have Travis Kelsey. You think of tight ends that need to be putting up better, better numbers? No, I mean that's a good stat line for a tight end. It is, but in fairness, he was also a top ten draft pick. So you need to do more than that if you're a top ten. Okay, well, not how old is this dude again? Not by them. He's 27. He was to Detroit. He's always had a drop problem. I just, I don't know. He kind of pisses me off. I've always had something against him. So maybe that's just my personal bias coming out. But I don't really like Eric Ebron. I don't think he's that good. And in the, 
I'm going to say the game of the year. Maybe John's most hated game of the year. It is the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. What a, what a game. And this honestly, a shit game. it would have been a game. if Lamar never went back to the locker room, probably. To take a poop. To take a poop. He's, he denies it, though. He says he did not pull Paul Pierce. So. He definitely made sure his pants weren't showing uh, brown. He had to wipe his yeah. pants. No. The BS, it was cramps. Have you ever seen someone with a cramp run to the locker room? No. Yes. <laughs> like, when LeBron got cramps, he couldn't. He wasn't even walking. Like, come on. You're telling me you were sprinting to the locker yeah, room? Like, Get the hell out of here. No. There's no way he had cramps. And he does that classic, he like jukes a guy out on the way there. You know when you really need to get somewhere and you like, yeah, yeah. you're juking people out? He did that. That. Dude, like, that dude had the shit bad. No, that dude had to take a dump. And I I Which honestly is- think it's stupid. Just lean into it. Just be like, yeah, bro, it was an emergency. Yeah. Like, people would respect you so much more. Because like, nobody's buying that shit. The Come better on. question is, though, like, I get that he took a shit. But why be why, what took him so long though? That oh, was a have you not had paper. to take a fat poop sometimes? I mean, that's a I mean, that dude's like what a hundred pounds? Like, come on, he can't have that much think, shit up in. Think if you ran out of toilet paper. Who Bro, you, sometimes you got a poo poo. Yeah, I don't know what well, if you run out of toilet paper, what do you do? I, I don't know. Did he get on TikTok during the during his shit? I mean, I wouldn't blame him. Did he get on Twitter? Was he watching the game, seeing it? If he needed to come back, because I, I mean, maybe it, it was kind of sus that right when Trace McSorley came right down. back when Trace McSorley went down for the year. So, uh, yeah. did he yeah. tear his ACL? I, it's not. I don't know if it's ACL, but they did put him on injured reserve. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys saw the video, but like when he was walking off, they threw the touch. Yeah, no, he was he was celebrating. So I I, I don't know. ACL is always a tough injury to tell because guys can get up and walk off with it. But yeah, uh, the end of Trace McSorley. This year. For now, yeah. yeah for now. Maybe he'll be a third string I'm somewhere God. else. I'm like, God, don't be hating on him. I mean, it's but over. Hey. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about this game. Baker Mayfield, I think we need to start putting some respect on his name. He's solid. I mean, he played really well. Um, this has been a good season for him overall. They're not asking him to do as much, but they did last night, and he did. So, you know, I... Total I, touchdowns, 343 yards passing. I mean, what more can you ask? Yeah. No, no, yeah. I mean, what do you want him to do? Yeah, I mean, and then you, but I mean, it's this Cleveland running game that's everyone's scared of. And I mean, people should be scared of. It's it's elite. I mean, there's. God. Yeah. God damn it. Why did Kareem have to kick someone? Ah, uh, Kareem. I mean, they, they have. be going for a three peat right now. They have rushers with 800 plus yards. Chubb has over 800, and Kareem has over 700. It's just. I hate Kareem Hunt. I, I oh my it. god! Why did he have to be such a dumbass? We, Better we, question: we, Why we, did we cut him? Holmes could be getting his third title. This is just so tragic. D Ford, it, it didn't matter. D Ford would have still been a chief, though, probably. So, and, we and so would Bob we, Sutton. Yeah, so we might actually have to be a little uh, thankful things played out the way they did for us. So, so you're really saying you would sacrifice a, a Super Bowl title to have D Ford and Bob Sutton? Well, I don't think we win last year's Super Bowl title if we brought Bob Sutton back. So I think Bob no. Sutton was gone anyway. Oh no! You guys really think if we went to the Super Bob Bowl, Bob Sutton should have been gone week six, bro? Yeah. When no, was the last time we fired a head coach in the middle of the season? Not a head coach, but okay. When uh, was the last time we fired a coordinator in the middle of the season? I, we I had, when was the last time we had a coordinator as horrible as Bob Sutton? <laughs> if there was ever a time, it would have been right that season because my goodness, it was horrible. I'm like, oh god, I don't even want to think about that defense. Oh my god, it just gets me pissed off every time. I hate D Ford. 
The Seattle game that year literally made me want to rip my eyeballs out and just throw them across the room. Like I, oh my god! Even though it didn't really matter. I think the I'm having D four depression. They were. Oh my god! And then Eric Berry doesn't turn his fucking head. Oh my god! Did you guys see? By the way, AJ Brown has a reaction video of that happening live, and he was actually he was a Patriots fan. He was really pumped up. That just makes me so much happier. We beat them last year in the AFC Championship game. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, eat my shit. Suck a dick, AJ Brown. I was gonna say I kind of like the guy. No, you can't be a Patriots fan and get along with me. It just doesn't work. Sorry, Robert, if you're listening still. No, uh, no fuck Robert. Robert. Fuck what Robert. are we talking about? We have to say <laughs> God, sorry Robert. to Robert. Fuck Robert. Yeah, Robert uh, turned out to be a freaking weirdo, as I knew from the start. Not to be Mister, I yeah, told you not, so. But you see, primetime Boston. If that's somehow still an underground thing, it, it is not affiliated. He renamed the account. He renamed the account. Right, so wait, so you follow Robert, John? Yeah, it's like the Robert Nelson pod. Bullshit. <laughs> Have you ever listened to it? No, he hasn't actually made any episodes. Oh, of course he hasn't. He's not. He's not about the grind like us. Nah, he ain't about that shit. Come on. Now. All right. Well. Uh. So yeah. That that concludes week fourteen. Can't believe we're starting to get to the end of this. It's kind of crazy. Felt like yesterday we were predicting the Titans and Chiefs, or Texans and Chiefs. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um. Let's. Where should we go? MLB. Greg Holland signs a one-year, two-point-five million-dollar deal. Hate saying it. No, I actually love saying it. I think Trevor Rosenthal is going to be at Royal this year. Greg Holland signing there. I mean, his both his agent represents both Holland and Rosenthal. What did you say? I said I think Trevor Rosenthal is going to be a Royal. Interesting. He really liked it out in San Diego. Yeah, but I mean, both pitchers are represented by the same agent. Mm. He also really liked it in, in Kansas City too. But I mean, who I would mean, who would choose Kansas? City Andy's from Lee Summit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andy's homies with Mike Medini. Yeah. If he comes back, though, we'd have a very – I mean, we already if have – If he comes back, we'd have one of the best bullpens in baseball. Yeah, and if we're competitive next year, it's great. If not, we'll just flip them Dude, again. See you again. I am honestly going to say we should be going 500 this year. I'm just going to say – Probably could. Bit. That's that's kind of my expectation. Bro, I have, my I expectation is between the 75 and 81 range. I have a freaking signing that I think could put us to at least 500 or maybe – guess. Do you think Marcelo Zuna? No. Kyle Schwarber, if they can sign him, no I don't know how expensive he'll be. That the Cubs non-tendered him. If you get that power bat on your team, oh my god! Along with Jorge Soler and Carlos Santana, now. Do you remember the field, Alf, uh, fence is out? What? I like. I don't know if it's just like players or Jeffrey Flanagan being a, a dude with Whit Merrifield, but like supposedly they're moving them out. Oh no! They're gonna make it even harder for us to hit home runs. Yeah, dude, I would be fine with that. I mean, our pitching staff would love that. But, yeah, Brad Keller uh, said he's all for that. By the way, I, I thought that happening. I was not that high on the Carlos Santana high uh, signing at first. I'm actually pretty excited about it. Why now. weren't you on it? I mean, what? because I just I don't know. He had a down year last year. I didn't. But when you look at it, it wasn't that bad. His on base percentage was pretty good. His his OPS plus was good. His uh, and plus strength. those he are walked more than he struck out. I mean, that, how many guys do that? Those are fewer games, too. Last year, 2019, he, he played 158 games out of 162. He walked and struck out the same amount, 108 both. Like, no we hitter. need that, that on the Royals. And then the year before, when he was with the Phillies, he walked 110 times and struck out 93. 
That is absurd. You don't hear that from the Kansas City Royals. He's already led in his career. In the last six years, he's led the league in walks twice, and he's had over 100. One, he's only two, three walks away from 1,000. Four. He's led. He's had over 100 walks four years in the last six years. So you're you're adding a very valuable guy to your team here. And if again, and if we suck, you trade him. It's not the end of the world. That's the beautiful thing about it. So yeah, I'm I'm actually excited about that signing now. Yeah, no, that there's value to that. And if he's really good, we and we're not good, we can trade him too. So, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a long-term vet. I feel like, yeah, I mean, I, I like the signing. I think it's a good one. I think the Royals honestly went about the offseason pretty well. I don't think they made anything where you're going to look back and be like, oh, my God, they absolutely screwed themselves like they did with Ian Kennedy. But and I also don't think you're going to have a signing where you look back and you go, oh, my God, like that was the greatest signing ever. But I, I don't think neither – I don't think either of those were needed. I think – uh, happy middle, bringing a few guys like Mike Miner and Carlos Santana. I think that was that's a good off season. Yeah, I mean, I'll take it. Where do you guys think? Just real quick before we're done, there's still a big three of the free agents in baseball. You got Trevor Bauer, George Springer, and JT Relamuto. I think George you, Springer's back. In uh, you think George Springer goes back? All right, I I I think Springer's. I think all three of them leave. To be honest, I think Trevor Bauer goes to the Angels. I think I, I don't see. Know. I see him either going West Coast or one of the New York teams. Uh, I can see. I can see. I, I can see that. I think George Springer goes to the Red Sox. That's my prediction there. I don't know why you would do that. It's just a prediction. And JT Realmuto, who does not appear to be going back to the Phillies because of some financial shit going on with them. Uh, I, I honestly don't have a great spot for him to go, but. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of teams that could use a catcher, and he's probably the best catcher in the league, or at least top five. So, yeah, I mean, a little interesting there. But, you know, MLB free agency takes forever now. So, let's, we'll probably... hey, let's get into something we will all enjoy. What's that? Missouri basketball. Oh, let's go, baby. I, uh, we also have an interview with Mitchell Forty on Thursday coming out. Thursday nice. or Friday. Nice. One of the two. But, yeah, um, Mizzou basketball just put their name on the map. They are 16th in the nation. I, I Guys, I don't want to fall into this trap. I already did, so. I, guys, yeah. I'm, I'm, like, on the verge. I'm really. I, I did. I'm, you, unfortunately, today, all... I'd, be lying, I'd be lying to you if I didn't actually today. God, I can't believe I'm about to say this. This is such a Josh thing to say. I, I kind of thought of a way that Mizzou might get through a tournament and make it to the Final Four. Oh, hell no. I know. Hell I shouldn't no. be doing this to myself, but why, I got excited. What the that? hell is wrong with you? What are you, you have saying? serious have, mental issues. No, bro, I know. Jason, I, I'm not even that mental. I know, I know. But, God, I just envisioned it. I it's think if we can get to a Sweet 16, I think oh, that's I'd perfect. I'd be thrilled with the tournament win. <laughs> I mean, we just need something. Yeah, we, right? need, we just need one win in the tournament. We haven't won a tournament game in God knows when. Man, like, what, if, I, if we can just get to that second week of March Madness, I would be so happy. God, it'd be just thrilling. But, yeah, um, listen, 16th in the country, that's better than I think. Honestly, I don't think – if you would have asked me preseason, will this team ever be ranked 16th or higher, I would have said no. So I, I mean, okay, what I would have said is I think this team has potential to be ranked. Not I would have never said they would have been top fifteen, or I guess they're not, but top twenty. I, I would have said, yeah, I don't know. That'd probably not be sixteen. Would have sounded like a high number. It's still crazy that they're sixteen. Yeah, I mean, 
This is and guess what, we're bitches? Two or three weeks into the season, we ranked higher than that Joshua Christopher pussy that went to Arizona State. Jackson, you don't understand. Fuck that kid. Fuck that kid. Jackson, I'm happy he's at Arizona State. He could have been great. He could have. There were so many. Happy? He could have been. Guys he could have been at this program. We would have been even more no. great. So you, you would you would rather have Joshua Christopher over Xavier Pinson? No, okay. it wouldn't have. No, I'd rather, I'd rather have both. Yeah, we could have no, had I'd both. Rather have, I would rather have Joshua Christopher over Drew Boggs because I hate We Drew could have had both. We could have – oh, my God. I, no, I don't think you guys realize. Michigan was building a powerhouse. Bro, this has nothing to do with Michigan. I, I would have been pissed Michigan at Michigan. Michigan sucks this year because Joshua Christopher didn't I would have been pissed at Michigan. Really? I would have been pissed at him too if he went to Michigan. Like, it isn't about Michigan or Arizona What about State. Caleb Love? They didn't come what about here. Caleb Love at UNC? What about Cameron I understood Fletcher that more. I, just, I mean, listen, we're, we're ranked higher than Caleb Love also, by the way. Just throwing and that out And Cameron there. Fletcher. Yeah. But, I mean, all these pussies didn't come here and look where they're at. And so. EJ Bichel. Listen, EJ like John. He you, you know the dude like Zeus the spot right now for basketball. We're cooking. We'll be seven and zero when we meet Tennessee, which I will be uh, at that game. So uh, shut up. Right. So if you I if you're going to the Tennessee game, please go and slap Josh across the face for us. Uh, social distancing can be put on hold while you see him. But yeah, Mizzou's. I mean, they're exciting, man. I said I said they'd be a ten seed. I I've thrown myself in. I think they'll be like a four or five. I think this team has the potential to be a three seed. Oh, God. I if swear. If they win the oh, SEC tournament. It probably like. No, if they won the SEC regular season conference, I think they have the potential to be a three seed. I don't to see be fair, any higher. Mizzou, no way I mean, in hell. Hey, the Mizzou win streak's actually up more than five because our last game we played last year, we won. So we're just carrying that over. We, we would have we would have taken all the SEC tournament home last night. No, I'm kidding. I'm but, so you're high. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, no, it's exciting. I think. I mean, with the Oregon win, we were kind of like, yeah, that's big for their tournament chances. And then the Illinois win is almost like, holy shit. Like, unless they shit the bed, they are like for sure going to be a tournament team and likely uh, above. You can, you can still blow shit up in the middle of the season. I said unless they blow shit up. That's what I was saying. I said unless they just go crazy, then they we're are going. We're only five games in the season. No, and everyone's still healthy, knocking on wood. But like, it's. I know, but I mean, we've played two of the toughest teams we'll play all year. So yeah, I mean, I don't. I still think Kentucky will need their uh, recognition here soon. If they didn't have much time to practice with each other. Like this is a team of freshmen that just care about yeah. what pick they're going to be picked at. Right. Like eventually they will start connecting. Like this Kentucky team is going to be scary. But look, February. look, the teams that win championships recently, at least, haven't had the fresh like. Duke, when they had the great freshman class, they didn't win it. Virginia did when they had the experience. So it's just like things happen. Kentucky's going to be good. You expect them to be. Cal Perry's obviously good. They got the best players. But I think Mizzou has a chance. I'm not. I'm not going to cap. Shut I up. think don't don't. Jackson, I think I still can't chance. believe you even. No, so I'm just saying. I think Mizzou has a chance to finish with the best record in the SEC this year. I oh, think they do. That's fine. But I was frustrated when you said Final Four. Listen, they're no, not going to shut final. up. They're not going to make the final. All I was saying no, is I had I'm not saying Caleb Love. All I was saying is I had a vision today. I'm not saying that I like it was just a nice like daydream. I know it's not going to happen, but I just thought about Jeremiah Tillman holding up a trophy and I was like, "Oh, damn." That's the like, first person you think of? Well, yeah, that was the first I thought of to be honest. But no. it's maybe because he's holding up a trophy this last weekend or this last week. Yeah, last weekend whenever they beat Illinois. 
I saw a picture of him. So maybe that was why. But yeah, uh, screw Illinois. Screw Kansas. Um, Dude, we would have beat Kansas this year. It would have been a damn good game. Listen, and that game versus Illinois, just to wrap it up, that is a game that every Mizzou team in previous history would have lost. That's what makes me so excited is they would have eventually gotten, like whenever that game got close, they would have folded like a lawn chair. And this Mizzou team. Well, I, I mean, that's we, what it comes down to with experience. We were talking about it in our group chat. Like me and John both said like. Oh, Jackson, we, I do want to issue an apology. I will. Oh, now I get an apology. I, I will state it. I am sorry for the blow up I had on Saturday night. Yeah, all I said for those guys. I fucking hate Jackson. Jackson <laughs> dies. No, all I said was he's off the podcast. All I said whenever Mizzou was up, like what ten was it? Thirteen. It was, I was thirteen. Like, I was like, don't choke. I was like, I think please don't choke or don't choke. And Josh, like the second Illinois gets like two baskets, is like, fuck you, Jackson. Here, You're here, the, here. Do you want me to read it? Do you want me to read it? Oh, you still have it. Yeah, I didn't know. We, John saved it all. Say, read what you can. Obviously, leave out what needs to be left out. Yeah, I said some stuff I, I'm not proud of. Yeah, go ahead and say I, what I get saying. very uh, emotional. Missouri. Oh, I know. Call Jackson at 8.47 p.m. said, please do not choke. Me at 8.47. All right, holy shit. These refs are fucking soft. But Jackson, WTF are you thinking saying that shit? Jackson, this is at 8.48. Illinois has scored four points and Missouri has scored zero. Jackson, I honestly hate you. Ever since you said don't choke, we've had 3,000 zero points and they have uh four i hate you you're a bitch you're a effing bitch way to go you fuck you always say the dumbest shit you i can't say that god damn it jackson no it's true he always jinxes shit and we start choking then i start using all caps and then i said god damn it jackson jackson you're off the podcast you're a dumbass and now mark smith is gone i honestly hate you you are a bitch you are dumb you love to jinx jackson get off get off now you are gone i would rather have sam right now than you since Jackson said, let's not choke, 18-6 to 6, Illinois run. And then Jackson said, we're going to be selling it 7-0. So, Jackson, I am sorry for stuff I've said. Yeah, you're, you're fine. I, I, we all have blow-ups. John had one earlier this year. I had one. We could not even, yeah, even that, talk about <laughs> I mean, we didn't even hear it. So. I didn't oh, even no. know John had that vocab. No, yeah, he, the Clippers lost did a toll on him. But, he uh, did a toll yeah. on me. You guys are just lucky. Like I've said this before, you guys are just lucky you did not meet me back in 2014 when the Packers dropped the onside kick. I've never blown up so bad. I was like 14 or 13, and I said, "Like, just God. think if we would have done the electric chair." Oh, I, I, I would have left. Like I just would not have let. I. No, I'm talking I, about Missouri and Illinois, and I would have oh, blown up on you in yeah. person. No, I'm talking about the Packers versus Seahawks. When that happened, though, like, oh, my God, when they fumbled that onside kick, not that anyone cares, but I literally just sat in a room for, like, two hours straight, not saying a damn word. I just, like, stared. That's at how seat. it was for me and D. Ford. But speaking of D. Ford, let's give our D. Ford of the weeks. John, Josh, you have one. So Josh, this is one is for you, okay? Okay. It's the Raven spread. Uh... Which we do not bet. No, I, John – John said, watch the Ravens cover. And I said, ah, no way. So It was going to be a push. but It was going to be a push and no one was going to be wrong. But then John was wrong. And I love it. I love proving John wrong. No, the Ravens did cover, moron. I thought you had had, uh, something. Yeah, I was going to say no. I, what? I thought the, I was... I was um, pleased about the Ravens. Uh, the, the, it is still a D4 of the week, though, for anyone. We are, that- guys, we're an hour and seven minutes in. 
All right, the D four of the week for me is um fucking um just uh <laughs> Illinois. There honestly, shouldn't have lost. They had better players. Jeremiah <laughs> Tillman is Kofi Co- Kofi. Sorry, not Kofi Coburn. I'm gonna say his name the right way. Kofi Cockburn. He is Kofi Cockburn's bitch. I I just needed to say that. He was he. That was the most concerning part of that game is that Jeremiah Tillman got bitched on. So. <laughs> Yeah, but they somehow Jordan Wilmore by a guy whose last name is Cockburn. They so. got him in unnecessary foul trouble, bro. They were calling some shit, and oh. his fifth, his fifth foul was bullshit. So I I do give him a little bit of a break there. Um, Dude, but Kofi Cockburn's technical <laughs> was so dumb. Dude, yeah, it was. That was one of the worst refereeing games, and it went. Well, I don't off. understand. Is if someone commits a technical to score. How do you count yeah. the basket? I know. He committed oh, a technical to score. They let him keep the basket. Yeah, they let him keep the basket. <laughs> and you talk about jinx, Josh. When Drew Smith got to the line, he made the first one, and then he goes, well, Drew Smith's at the line. You know what that means. And then he misses the second one. I was like, if Josh wants to get mad at someone for jinxing, holy shit. Oh, like, I didn't hear that. I was at someone's house, so I couldn't hear I was it. like, if he but, – yeah. Look, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. The new strategy, okay? Game is tied, all right? Punch a player – in the freaking face, then score, okay? You'll get the technical, but you get two free points, and they have to make two free throws. Actually, it's even better if you do it this way. You get your center on their center, or their worst free throw shooter. Bitch punch the their worst free throw shooter statistically this in the face. This could only be in the national championship, too, because then you lose a player, you know? Shit, I, never mind. I, just I guess in this situation, you have to a, do it I, to I just the realized, point where... Never mind. I just realized on a technical foul, they get to pick who shoots. That's my bad. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. But the other thing that I didn't realize is it only works if they don't realize that you fouled them the first time. So punch them in uh, the face. Punching would not work. But... You can just have your eyes closed and say what. <laughs> Or just like you know, like I don't know. Do Listen, there has that, been like, a lot. Protect. Like that... under the under the table nut shot. Yeah, that they'll get you. Or four like on a review. good Draymond kick to the balls. That yeah, that will do it. Points. That will do it. Listen, there was more physicality that happens in the paint and stuff that happens like that every single game that never gets called. All I hope is those refs never ref a game again. No, you want to know something that happens in the paint that pisses me off when people do what? Some players like it should be a foul. Putting their knee like up your ass, like when people yeah, get pissed, yeah. like real when like in like freaking high school kids and they get pissed, they start playing defense and they just start shoving yep. their knee up your ass. It's like, yep. what are you doing? Like you're not. It, it's I tell you, I tell you what else should be banned in basketball. To be completely honest, um, when someone's defending you on the perimeter, right, and like they have like if you're dribbling, you know, one way, they're defending that way, like their body's shifted that way. If you start to cut in and get past them, they should not be able to stick like their knee out to like slow you down and keep up with you. Like that does not get called enough. Like, yeah, no, I, I can see all where you're coming the time from. where it's just like a guy's trying to get to the lane and a guy like realizes he's beat. So he like tries to shift with him, like because he can't just run straight back. So he's trying to shift in like the direction he was already going. And he just puts his knee out like a little bit so the guy can't go. They miss that all the time. Yep. No, they do. All right, and also, if you ever play basketball, it hurts like hell when someone does that. That's going to be it for this podcast. Do you guys have anything to say? Yes. I don't think we missed there anything. All right. There this is Primetime Kansas City presented to you by Q39. If you guys enjoy the podcast, yeah, I think make it's sure. my D4 of the week. I just realized this. Jackson, what is your D4 of the week? It's you. 
Because you were mad that Giannis signed the Supermax today. Yeah, what were you like, doing? I was like, like are you how? kidding me, Josh? It's like the like, best. It's like you I've want another forever. super. Like you were the one. You hated Golden State. You're just basically rooting for that to happen again. See, I, I wanted him to go to the Heat. He I, was I think it would have been. A, it would have been interesting to see Giannis and Jimmy Butler try to work together. I think that would be a great fit. Honestly, they both work their ass off. That's their biggest trait. But regardless. As a selfish Heat fan, I would have loved that. But as an NBA fan in general, guys, there's look, the no Heat aren't going to do shit the next five years. No so shit. Less. Why do you want another super team to form? You should want the most entertaining league possible. Yeah. Then. What the hell is wrong with you? I don't know. I just think I want to see Giannis do well. I want to see Giannis do well. He I want to see Giannis die. I want to see Giannis win a championship. And well, that's Milwaukee, his fault because he has he has the supporting cast. It's unbelievable. It's you're wrong to say he doesn't. He has another all-star in Chris Middleton. He has another all-star in Drew Holiday. Brooke Lopez is a very effective player. I'm just saying, everyone acts like him picking Milwaukee. is like, oh, he doesn't care about winning. He just wants the money. I'm like, shut the hell up. They've had the one seed the last two years. Like, If Giannis could start performing better in the playoffs, he'd have his rings, quite frankly. So, yeah, Josh, you're my D4 of the week. I'm proud. I'm actually honored. There you go. I, yeah, I, I don't remember the last time one of us had been each other's D4 to the week. I don't so. think it's ever been. Anyway, this I, has been Primetime Kansas City presented to you by Q39. If you guys enjoy the podcast, make sure to subscribe. Let us know what we did good and probably what we did really bad. A lot of those. <laughs> a lot um, of that. If you guys want to follow us at Primetime underscore KC on Twitter to keep up to date in the sports world and our stupid tweets, do that. But other than that, we will see you guys on the next episode. Peace.